Listener discretion is always advised. I just picked up a hitchhiker and he seemed like a nice guy. And after a couple minutes, he said, aren't you worried that I might be a serial killer? And I was like, no, no, the chances of two serial killers being in the same car. Whoa, be careful on whose car it is that you get in. But you already know that. This is for masters, this technique. It's Tuesday. I've got questions. My name is Justice. This is my podcast. I call it the Justice and the Peace Pod. Let's get it. I was sitting here just thinking to myself, as I always do, I can't think for anybody else. I was just thinking about the importance of things that are not important anymore. Does that make any sense to you at all? Do you think about things that used to be important but are not important anymore? But you see, the thing that I'm thinking about that used to be important that's not important anymore is actually still important. And that thing is communication. I met my dad not too long ago, a few a few years ago, and sitting and talking with him was marvelous. I mean life-changing. Something that I would never, ever, ever want to trade with a lot of other experiences that have happened in my life. And my dad told me that as a young man, a very young man, he saw people, family members, friends, move away. And he never, ever, ever, till this day, got to talk to some of those people. Now, it sent my brain into a very, very deep, dark rabbit hole because... As he told me that, I began to examine the communication capabilities it is that we have with each other right now and how it is so frequently done that we ignore each other like we know for a fact that we're going to talk to this same motherfucker tomorrow. I mean, just think about that. Let's say you're about 14, 15 years old, no cell phones, no internet, no nothing. One of your friends, they got to move. Parents got a new job. Dad's a banker. I don't fucking know. You use your fucking imagination. But your friend is moving away. That is guaranteed. That right there is guaranteed. So your friend moves away. And, and you check the mailbox. And nothing happens for years. Then finally, you get a letter. Do you sit down? and read that letter or do you just discard it off to the side? Do you sit down and read each one of those sentences in the voice it is that your friend used to speak to you in? Is that how you would do that? Or, or would you just discard it and say, I really, you know, it, it is what it is and it showing the fuck ain't gonna be what the fuck it ain't gonna be. But you sit there and you read this letter and you absorb the information and you feel that love because a person actually sat down and took the time to write out something from their brain that they intended only for your brain to actually, I don't know, absorb, entertain. However that letter it is that you have imagined goals entertainment, love, you know, uh, a heartbreak. It could be tragedy in the family. But they, that person, 
they sat down and took their time to contact you because they were thinking about you. What happened to that? It's constant that we see people's phones ringing and people send them to the voicemail. It's constant that we see text messages going off and people constantly ignore this communication. I mean, it's almost as if in, we know that I'm gonna talk to you again, nigga. Is that exactly what it was the reason for this communication? to be created? I mean, if you could call somebody and, and, and you call them and they don't answer, you assume that they ass is busy. But is that always the case? I mean, you know, you could call somebody at the wrong time in a basketball game be on. You could call somebody at the wrong time and one of their TV shows may be on. And of course, that's the TV show shit that's back in my time. A lot of kids don't even watch TV. They don't know about movies. They know about YouTube, Instagram, and Taki Tick. TikTok, nigga. But that person was thinking about you. And when your phone rings, have you already established it in your mind that you know for a fact that you can talk to this individual again? Is communication with your loved ones actually important when you could disregard them like trash? I ask these questions because I see so many stories. I have reported so many stories. I would be lying if I was to come to you and say that some, in, in all of the stories that I've recorded, or, or yeah, recorded or reported on, that the people involved in these stories did not make calls for help to other loved ones. That would be a motherfucking lie. But it's so weird to me that the people that they called were too fucking busy to answer the phone. And yet they can still, in the capacity it is, that they are, show up and say, they were a nice person. They were a loving person. I mean, I wish I would have answered the phone, but, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was in the shower. You were sucking dick. Okay, you was getting that ass clapped like the applause in the background. You weren't busy. You're not busy. You're too busy to talk to somebody in your life. Is that, is that what's going on now? We have categorized exactly what is important and what is not important. And truthfully, for some people, the most important thing in their lives is these likes, are these followers, a bunch of invisible motherfuckers who fakely support you but openly hate on you behind your back constantly. That right there is what people have subscribed into as their circle of friends. Not my fault, that's your fault. You gotta choose who it is that you let inside your circle. And not only that, you gotta choose who the fuck it is that you let in your car. Like I opened up the, the, the pod with, this guy says, uh, you know, he picked up a hitchhiker and uh, you know what? Excuse me, let's run it back. I just picked up a hitchhiker and he seemed like a nice guy. And I... Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. And, uh... After a couple minutes, he said, aren't you worried that I might be a serial killer? And I was like, no. No, the chances of two serial killers being in the same car. I mean, serial killers. I am intimately, I mean intimately 
involved in a serial killing relationship, if that's even a real thing, you know, with my mother being involved in all of this shit, but they exist. And they not only are real, but the capacity on how it is that they survive under the radar without being caught is phenomenal. They get away with some of these murders for years. Smile in your face, go to church, say grace. And when it's time to set the table, they are there with the plates. I mean, serial killers, they're everywhere. Be careful of everything that it is that you do with certain motherfuckers that it is that you do not know. The results can be life-changing or life-ending for that matter. Every time I see someone make a satirical video about being a homicidal maniac or, or a meat-trained butcher or some weird shit like that, I truthfully do wonder inside of my soul, does this person actually understand the, the, the trauma that goes on with the families that have survived these brutal killings? I mean, it's funny for a moment in your circle until someone that's not in your circle who has survived one of these tragedies actually has to remind you that uh, shit can get ugly and bloody very, very quickly. Me, on the other hand, I don't give a fuck. Do as many skits as you want to. I don't care. I really don't give two shits. I find the shit hilarious and, and, and a lot of things are fucking hilarious to me like uh dyke booty yes that's fucking impossible i said it dyke booty do you know what dyke booty is now growing up in high school and throughout my life as i as i've grown to this this ripe old age of 43 you know it, it would be ignorant of me not to say that I don't see dyke booty. I mean, listen, okay? I get it. You get it too. Women, they're the most beautiful thing in the world. Oh my God. There ain't nothing that a motherfucker won't do for a good woman. But not saying that there's bad women and those bad women are dykes. What I'm saying is this, is that Oh, wait, 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 lesbians, let me change, let me change my, uh, uh, let me, let me take ivory, uh, let me take back what I said. Lesbians, lesbian booty. I love lesbian booty. Now, lesbian booty is something that is almost kind of like, uh, um, straight dick, I think, right? I think I heard that right. Like a unicorn, it's like unicorn because she has chosen women, I have chosen women but she don't like men and what some guys like to do is get that lesbian booty that's not me i'm not trying to get the lesbian booty i mean i'll, I'll take it if you're handing it out i'll take it but what i'm saying is is there a proper way to compliment someone with a fat ass that's a lesbian i mean can you say i see you my nigga I, I see them cheeks in the back and just saying it like that's got me feeling some kind of way but how do you compliment that that caboose in the back how do you address that she doesn't wear a dress and still doesn't look a mess how do you compliment that without possibly having to get into a fight with Shanika I mean 
how do you do this? I, I, I mean, I like to compliment people, even ugly people. I tell an ugly motherfucker to their face, boy, you wearing your ugly good today. I ain't seen a motherfucker flex that ugly in a while, and you are owning that shit. That there, my friend, is the truth. But lesbian booty. We're going to keep coming back to this this round, juicy, uh, uh, I don't even know what to call it, booty. That's just sitting right in your face. And something internally, at least inside of me, it's 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 like a magnet. Cause I know that that's a woman in there. I know for a fact that she know how to act when she throw it back. I know for a fact she know how to act when she throw it back. She done did it at least once, I think. I hope. If not, try me. Lesbian booty. Have you ever touched it? What does it smell like? Huh? Is it firm? Is it soft? I just have questions. They're stupid questions, but indeed, they are questions. Papa. Grandson, my guy, what's going on? <laughs> God damn it. You know, I am an idiot. Well, you just called me an idiot. <laughs> See, you just did it again. Papa. What's up, dude? As you wish. Lesbian booty. Gosh, does it smell like Chanel? Or does it smell like Tommy without the figure of a heel? I mean, ooh, that wasn't that. that no, that's not that. That's the marijuana. But yes, lesbian booty. I really don't know what to say except for, hey, you got a nice ass. You got, hey, I, hey, does it does it clap on its own when you jiggle? Does it make your clothes wiggle? I mean, does it, does, I mean, I'm like a little school kid when I see ass. I just giggle. <laughs> It feels great not to talk about the tragedies in the world, might I say. I mean, there's a lot of shit always going on. And I truthfully am starting to feel the stain of, of, of the residual. I'm starting to get a, a residue, a residual stain about all of the shit it is that I see coming off my feet. Can a nigga be happy for one day? I mean, if it's not Monday, could it be Sunday? I mean, it's only Tuesday. Well, I mean, grandson, um, you need to go inside. Lesbian booty. No, you don't need to go inside. Just go inside. I'm talking about lesbian booty. Yes, um, I don't know, man. I I've talked to a lot of guys about you know, their escapades and how it is that they've moved throughout their life. And, and quite a few guys have told me that, you know, these lesbians be cheating on each other. And I'm not talking about with other ladies. I'm talking about they'll step out real quick to get them a taste of that dick. But is there anything wrong with that to me? No. If you like it, I love it. And also provide it. But unfortunately, I have taken my dick, removed it from my body, and stuck it on the mantle over the fireplace. I am out the game. 
out the game. So to all my fellows out there who see these lesbian juicy booties, let us all pray. Let us all pray and understand this and this one thing only. Because I have bowls, you don't. I talk about this. Let us realize that. I know you see lesbian booty. You see it everywhere. Sometimes you don't see it. Sometimes she's got a little bit too much masculinity going on for me. Not for her, for me. I like my women soft and, and, and sweet and uh, compromised. <laughs> I'm fucking playing. But yeah, I mean, hey, I saw a fat ass the other day in the grocery store. And I was thinking, like, you know, She's carrying herself like a dude. I mean, you know, she the mannerisms are dude-ish. Uh, she's sagging her pants and I can see her ass. Like, uh, does she know that? Does she care that, that, that I'm looking right at her ass? Or is her ass looking right at me? It's right there. It's right there, less than six feet. This was within COVID distance. I don't know what to do, man. It's a question that I have to ask the audience. The audience. Let me say it again. The audience. What do you do when you see fat lesbian ass? I, I, this is even to the communities of all that listen. Goddamn, that's a nice ass. I think that's what I'm going to say from now on. Nice ass. I congratulate you on that dookie shoot, that dookie booty, that badonka donk, that motherfucking kabuki. My God. Women, I love you all. All of you. Every last one of you. It's the bitches I don't like. <laughs> I'm playing. I love everybody. Truthfully, I do. I I try not to hate anybody. I just have questions. And sometimes they're just a bit, you know, childish. So hopefully your feelings weren't hurt during this short podcast. But there should be questions that could be brought to the table and need answering. How can I compliment that fat ass that you got, Miss Man? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you except for the simple fact that you know you listening to justice. And this is my podcast. And I call it The Peace. And plus, it's time for me to get the fuck up out of here. So right about now, could I please get you to pull out your phones? Could I get you to like, rate, subscribe? Give me a five-star rating. So that the po- so that the podcast gets visible, visible to those who need to hear and see this program. I greatly appreciate it. Every single one of these episodes is recorded in one sitting. There is no go-backs, no redos, no re-records or any of that other shit. Gratefully today, I'm not air frying any chicken and I didn't have to stop. Thank the Lords. Thank the Lords. <laughs> Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Do not hurt anybody in the process. Do not become a redistribution service of hurt and pain, man. It's not worth it. 
It's just not worth it. Don't turn into what it is that fuck you up to fuck up the next generation. That's all that means. And last but not least, every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. And I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. And I miss you, baby. Once again, my name is Justice, and this is The Peace. I forgot where the fucking button was at. Have a great day. But an ugly night. Peace.